Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spore the Warning podcast. This is review number 470 with our review of Ingrid Goes West. I'm Christopher Schneezy. Hi, I'm Caitly. <laughs> Let's do C A I Y T L E E, Caitly. Let's do fucking brunch. And I'm at S. David Miller at hashtag live, laugh, love San Francisco. Oh my god, I'm totally gonna follow you. Fucking get out of here. <laughs> Did you see this at the Draft House? I saw this at Alamo Draft House. They had a special menu for Ingrid and for the other person whose name I forgot. Oh my god, bitch, you don't need to be eating that food. Taylor! <laughs> I already told you you're getting fucking fat. <laughs> and welcome to the Shut Spoiler up, shut up, podcast. <laughs> If you're joining us for the first time, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Don't but if apologize. You're, if you're this is the most relatable thing we've done. <laughs> if you're a returning listener, though, you know that this is the Spoiler Warning Podcast. It is a weekly film review program. Each week on the show, we're going to dive in, debate, discuss, and argue over the latest film releases coming to a theater near you. This week, we're in our traveling phase, and we're going to dive in, debate, discuss, and argue. Oh my god, do you like yeah. to travel, too? Oh, I totally. I love not all those who wander are lost. <laughs> Hashtag wanderlust. Oh my god, so well spoken. I just actually got back from Amsterdam. Ugh, it was so dope. I don't know if I'm going to make it through this episode, guys. You can keep doing this. I just don't know if I'm going to be able to make it. Um, oh my god, I can't even with you right now. But but as I tried to say, we're going to we're going to we're going to put aside the hashtags and the Instagrams and the snaps and then the Facebooks and the all yik-yaks. that stuff. And the what? And the yik yaks, the yos, yeah, the, you know, all the, the things. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're talking about Ingrid Goes West, which Life uh, journals. As I tried to say before, usually we're talking about films that just came out. Ingrid Goes West came out a few weeks ago now. <laughs> Seems yeah, like forever know. ago. Um, but uh, yeah, we're gonna talk about it in our little like slew of reviews that we try to put out while we're gone. Um, but yeah, Ingrid Goes West. We're here to talk about it. Um, we're going to do that. We're going to play the trailer for Ingrid Goes West. Then we're going to come back and we're going to, uh, talk about this film. The couple that yogas together stays together. Hashtag perfect. True romance vibes. Hashtag perfect. Perfect. Congratulations. Oh my God. It's Ingrid Sorber. I thought she was in an insane asylum. Like these people. I do like them. Is everything okay? Yeah, everything's dope. 
my phone. Your password to your phone is my sister's birthday. I'm not a psychopath. I own you. I just want to be her friend. Are you actually insane? All right, so that was the trailer for Ingrid Goes West. It is the story of a young woman by the name of Ingrid who uh, finds an Instagram influencer that she decides to follow and try to befriend. And it turns out Ingrid might be a little crazy. (laughs) A little (laughs) cray-cray. And, uh, yeah, it's the story of her trying to befriend um, this influencer and sort of the events that happen as she picks up her things and moves west to California. Um, so, Stephen Miller, what did you think of Ingrid Goes West? So, I think tonight is a fairly positive night for us in terms of reviews because I really like this movie. I thought this was basically, if not the perfect vehicle for Aubrey Plaza, at least the most Aubrey Plaza vehicle that she has had so far. Uh, this is not a movie that I think will age well necessarily. It's <laughs> this is very much a movie of our time. Like it, it's having fun with things. I mean, in, in the Q and A, they even talked about wondering if things like hashtag blessed would be irrelevant by the time the film came out. And it turns out they weren't. But like that is the level this film is dealing with. It's really like, it, it is a takedown of social media and Instagram culture in that and, kind of, you know, and, and basics. Yeah, and, and, but, but in, in that kind of good-spirited way where it's a takedown of a thing it knows that it's a part of also. Um, and it never comes off as, like, like the old guy saying, like, these kids these days using their Instagram and Snapchats. <laughs> like, it, it comes off as a very, like, a clever understanding satire from someone who is inside the group that it's satirizing. And that's basically what this whole movie is. Like, the trailer sells you pretty well on what they're trying to do here. It It is a movie about a a girl, Ingrid, who becomes a part of this, like, Instagram culture and becomes kind of the, uh, I forget what you call it, like, the argument at absurdity. Like, she becomes such an extreme version of it that it shows why it's ridiculous to be in that culture. Um, it really just nails the way people talk and the kind of, like, vapid, <laughs> putting your life on a pedestal way of living. And yeah, everyone is game. The film is not afraid to go very, very, very dark. <laughs> Aubrey Plaza and O'Shea Jackson collectively like go way further than I expected anyone in this movie to go uh, on behalf of the conceit. And yeah, it was it, it was just funny. It, it never felt like it was trying too hard. I felt like it struck a tone that like you get what the movie's trying to do and you're on board for it. I think it like it didn't nail the landing so well. I kind of think the movie didn't know how to go out with the same bang that it managed to go the rest of the film with. But it was it was fun and clever and very 2017 and probably it won't be 2018. But <laughs> right now I think this is a movie that's like definitely worth seeing and having a laugh at. Yeah, Carson Patrick. As a person who tries to shy away from social media, what did you think of the film? I mean, <laughs> Bess, you know I'm on. You know I'm on social media. Yeah, um, Snapchat doesn't count. <laughs> I mean, I this is easily one of the top five movies of the year. Like this is a this is a dead on satire. Like it combined everything that I love. 
uh, the making fun of people like this, um, and uh, the just the viciousness of of the 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 takedown of it. Uh, Steven said it felt like an inside burn. I agree with that. It totally feels like a like a Noah Baumbach style inside burn, um, which are always the best burns. Um, and, um, yeah, I mean, it just totally, it totally nailed everything. I mean, I can only imagine that, uh, San Francisco is crawling with just as many annoying people like this. Probably, so. though, I, I do think it is a very, <laughs> it's a very L.A. movie in the type of things it's making fun of. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I, dude, I died laughing when the, she went to the, like, Cafe Gratitude style place. She's like, <laughs> what are your wounds? She's like, huh, I'm eating? And I was just like, oh, man. And then she spits out the food and goes to McDonald's. Like, that was perfect. Um, yeah, like, the, the acting was great. Like, Elizabeth Olsen is, like, was perfectly cast as, as this part. Um, so was Wyatt Russell. Like, he totally fit the, uh, like, you know, beta male bill mm-hmm. um and o'shea jackson jr man he fucking gives this year's like adam driver and patterson effortlessly cool guy performance um he's like so great in this movie and all the batman stuff was really funny um i just think it was like endlessly clever like i know like movies like this that uh focus on very like topical like you know, things that are very, like, technology and stuff that is that is of the now. Like, a lot of the times it does come off, you know, like the circle where it feels like, oh, computers are bad. Um, <laughs> like was, that, it, like, was that a leftover impersonation from Logan Lucky? Yeah, uh, like, it does. But I feel like this really nails it. And I think a big part of why it works is that they, like, they get everything fucking right. Like, I know, like... Sometimes in movies, I, you know, you're just like, it's a fucking movie, like, let it go. But I mean, it drives me nuts when people pull out an iPhone and it's like, got an interface that looks like a flip phone or something. You're just like, what? How did they get this fucking wrong? Like, it's, everyone has a phone. Just look at it. Like, why is, you know, the iMessage, you know, green instead of blue when clearly we've moved past that? Like, come on. <laughs> Nobody you know, has sh- Android phones anymore. Yeah, yeah, first Shit of all, like that. Carson, if you if you were to text somebody who didn't have an iPhone, it would be great. But the point is, you no. Wouldn't. But I'm saying, like, yeah. it's it would say <laughs> iMessage. It would say literally iMessage, and then still have the green bar. That's what mm-hmm. my point is. Um, where like everything is right, but like one little detail is off. But I, so I think that the fact that they totally nailed like what it's like to you know for for people to live this way, like live through social media and like you know, all the interfaces, like, with Instagram and everything, they... Look... Not as well as the Emoji movie, but still pretty well. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's Don't true. Don't you I, bring uh, up that travesty. <laughs> I'll give you that. Um, no. But, I mean, like, yeah, like, I feel like... I feel like the only, like, the only other movie that really went in and did it correctly was Chef. Like, they had all the correct interfaces on that, too. And I... I mean, I feel like it will still hold up, like, just because it's such a like funny and like strong movie like it's just it's so well made and i think it's like such a perfect snapshot of of now like um like so stuff like that and chef you could look back and be like oh like if you want to see a movie about 2017 fucking here you go uh you know or just like if you wanted to see a movie like what was it like to you know uh live in the 90s or whatever like go watch clueless or something you know you know what i mean like the, like this could be a movie that you point to where you're like yes this is an accurate depiction of that um 
But I just, I like that it was like super dark. Um, they didn't pull any punches. They didn't puss out in the ending. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, it's good. Um, I mean, I, um, I fully like, I fully expect, even if Chris like fully hates this movie, I feel like he should relate to it in some capacity <laughs> since he too moved to a big city and copied somebody else's life. <laughs> <laughs> That joke was a 10, dude. I'm walking away. Sweet burn. Sweet burn. Sweet burn. Who are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, uh, I'm just self-congratulate myself for that one. The funny and, thing uh, is, I we, we we saw this movie with coworkers, and I made a very similar joke as we were walking away from the theater. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, that's good. We we uh, did you, see this you, on you, Chris's birthday, by the way. So thank true. you for that oh, birthday present. Oh, that's true. a pretty good gift. Well, at Ooh. least you at least you beat me to it. So, <laughs> but it wasn't on recording for the rest of the world. Uh, yeah, they see. Then no, then it didn't happen. It didn't happen if it wasn't you know recorded. True. 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 Yeah. <laughs> so was that, was that too subtle for listeners to figure out? <laughs> I feel like only longtime listeners will understand that joke. I, I don't know how many Ten things there are. only longtime listener kids will understand. <clears throat> I feel like Cayman knows what's up. Holler at us, Cayman. <laughs> We're making uh, it extra funnier by explaining it more. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even explained it though. <laughs> That's the best part. Anyways, the question is, did I like this film? Yes. And the answer is yes, I did. Oh, oh. well, now I've got. I can bring out my backup questions. Oh shit. <laughs> um, We're going into this? Plan B. What? Are, no. Are, so you can go ahead. You can go ahead, and I'll just I'll just sit here, and hopefully I can word them eloquently. <laughs> all right. Um, no, so, so yeah, as, as all of you guys have said, um, this is a very fun film. And I think that, you know, we, we talked about in our review of Logan Lucky, is that a film that's just looking down on Southern culture or is it like sort of just trying to have fun with it? And, and you know, like I sort of argued in that review probably terribly that like it just feels very much the joke is on them. And I think in this film... Yes, the joke is on the people who are very uh, Instagrammy, but the what makes it more level playing field is the characters who are in on the joke also have their own things that make like it also makes fun of them too. Like the characters who are like, oh, I hate this whole culture of like hashtagging things. They always have a thing they're really into that is silly or that makes them seem strange themselves. So it's not just like a a a very harsh takedown of this sort of culture it, it's more of a we're gonna have fun with all of the possibilities surrounding it and point out how like everybody has their thing that they're into that makes them a little strange or, or, or weird um i i think in all in all though the, the film just has it's for how dark it is it is it's just very lighthearted and fun and things like there are things that happen that are very dangerous and 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 like crazy like in the trailer you know like there's the whole car scene where it's like the bad things could happen but it's still just trying to be the fun side of those bad things like for the most part nothing super bad is happening it's just situations that escalate very quickly but are still sort of left on the funny uh, funny side and it was just like a film that like Six months from now, I'm probably going to forget I saw Anchor Goes West. 
but like watching it, it was like, yeah, that was, that was fun. Like this, this is like, how can you not enjoy this ride and not, and not just kind of have fun with it. And like, as you guys have both said, like years from now, this will feel a very dated film. Um, but it's an accurate film to now. And there are aspects to the things that this film is taking down that bug the shit out of me. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's a world that's, that's, what, did it did it strike a little too close to home? Yeah, Is one could why? argue Chris has been paid to live in this world <laughs> for quite a while. It's it's just it, 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 there's like Instagram. Inst, the influencer culture. Yeah, right? influencer culture is just the thing that on some level. I mean, I I do have this chip on my shoulder that is like we do a podcast which doesn't exist in a space that can technically work the way Insta friggin influencer culture works, but. Like, it, it, there's just a bunch of things that, like, bug me about the whole thing, right? And it's, like, I just, I don't know. It's, it's, this is a deep dive that is not part of this podcast that is unimportant. You put some drinks in me. We'll talk about it <laughs> other times. But just, th- All this... right, bitch. I'll take you over in your offer. <laughs> fucking let's go get some bottomless mimosas. <laughs> let's do fucking brunch. Oh, yeah, um... I didn't do enough. I didn't do enough up talk. Let's do fucking brunch. <laughs> Should we do fucking brunch? I can't do it, man. How do people talk like that? I don't know. It's it's it, this whole this whole culture like simultaneously annoys the shit out of me and fascinates me because it's like it's it's like I don't know how people get like this. It's weird, like because I I feel like you could still be connected to social media and still have a, a personality. You know, you could still be an influencer, even though that's like the dumbest title. I nope, like we're all dead. Inf- influencer. <laughs> <laughs> Like, influencer, like, I just, I don't know, that's just, something about that is just weird. Like, it's like when you turn on the, you know, the VMAs, and they're like, please welcome YouTube influencer, and you're just like, I just, I'm old, like, fuck. (laughs) Um, uh, Like, uh, yeah, um, I don't know, like, I just think that, like, they're, yeah, like I said, like, it's, uh, I I really want to know, like, what people like this think of it like what are the 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 real life taylor sloans what do they i think that they would enjoy it as much because i we... think yeah, many of them it... at, least, at least you don't you don't know whether they are self-aware about it i i feel like from my sample size of people who are internet famous they are also very aware of how like dumb and superficial the act of being internet famous is so I, yeah. I think I think they would like the deep cuts, like they would like how well this knows what it's mocking. But I'm I'm talking about like even people who aren't like internet famous. Like, Wait, you know ju- people who aren't internet famous? I, I know, isn't that crazy? <laughs> oh, um, but no, like, but like, <laughs> but like, I don't know, like, I feel like they'd have like, they'd have one of two reactions. They'd either like overcompensate and really love it, like, oh my god, that's so me, <laughs> or they'd be like, or they'd be like. I don't fucking get it. Like, what's so funny? You know, like, I feel like it would be, like, one extreme or the other. I don't know. Maybe not. But, I mean, like, I feel like there are people that are aware of it. But then there are other people where, like, you know, fucking Jake Paul fucking doing a hip-hop song in Rock and Roll Ralphs. And you're like, this guy is totally unaware. Like, anyway, I'm going way off. But, I don't know what we're talking about <laughs> um, anymore. But I'm just saying, like, just people in general like you know every time i walk to the movies i walk past a cafe and you know we're usually going to the movies in the morning and it's just it just never 
fails. It never fails. There's always somebody getting out of a car or already seated. And it's just like, hi. Like, oh my God. It's just like fucking, it's like, oh man. I don't know how people live like this. It's crazy. That's why I said it. It annoys me, but it, it fascinates me at the same time. Um, so that's why I really like this movie. Cause it was just like a takedown, but also like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. I also, I will say well tailored. Great screen name. Great screen name. Great screen name. Do we even call it screen names anymore? I I don't know. Oh, username? The, I guess username. Yeah. Yeah, username. Anyways, it's great. Mm-hmm. Like it's as pretty, soon as like well tailored, I was like, good on pretty, you. Pretty solid. Pretty solid. That's I always I do I I am envious, not envious, but like I do like when somebody is able to work their name into a username in a way that that's I, I always go like. I can't do that with my name. <laughs> it's, just, it's just fun. I like it. I can't think of a single example right now, but I've seen them before in the past, and I was like, you know what? Kudos to you. Dude, Schneider's, you. Of, the, Schneider's of the Lost Ark. Like, I've said it before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's some others. Uh, Steven's usually on top of this shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on. But you're already butchering my name. Like, there's some people that can just have their name as it is. I, I, I don't know. I feel like... Well, you know what? You can't always get what you want. No. I think I think uh, the poet Mick Jagger said that. <laughs> oh my um, God, you're so funny! I love you. <laughs> oh my God, you're so well read. <laughs> I love you and I hate you, but I love you. <laughs> oh my God, I'm totally gonna read Joe Didion. I hate or... you because I love you. So all right, so we're all doing like the kind of clueless Valley Girl type thing, um, and like I, I think to this movie's credit, it goes much deeper than that. Like. We well, yeah. don't know properly how to satirize this culture no. uh, live in the podcast. I think, like, Carson mentioned Noah Baumbach, and I think this movie could be compared pretty well with While We're Young and the characters of Adam Driver and Amanda Seyfried, where they're, yeah. they are, like, heightened versions of a kind of ridiculous hipster character. Sort of the other extreme of this hipster character. They're the ones who self-consciously think, like, oh, I'm not into that stuff. I prefer building clocks from scratch or, like, whatever. You yeah. know, you know, whatever kind of old school uh, thing I that they prefer VHS, to do. okay. But, but it, that, that was another example of a movie where they, they have characters that if you thought it was, like, you know, a Louis C.K.-type older character writing writing these people, you would think, like, okay, this is a sort of older person who's bitter and making fun at the younger generation. But it, it feels like just attentive enough that you don't you don't get that sense of malice like you get you get something more interesting like a an anthropologist who actually lives in this culture and it's just saying like this is what we are now and isn't it crazy oh my god i love shopping at anthropology how did you how did you know i just bought some really great crystals there it's giving me a lot of good good essence you know just getting a lot of good vibes, good spirits from the from crystals. This is what our podcast has evolved <laughs> into. Uh, so you had questions for Oh, yeah, me. my backup questions for you are, so, I mean, I know that there are exceptions to everything, and, uh, I mean, your MO is always consistently inconsistent, but so what separates this movie, which has very unlikable characters um and the lead character does not learn anything um at the end of this movie (laughs) so what separates this from young adult observe and report um you know king of comedy 
to die for stuff like that like i i mean i know there's other movies that we've talked about on the on the show like that where the uh disagreements that's where they lie is that i'm championing the fact that there are unlikable characters um and you're like no i'm not down with that i can feel that if chris doesn't have an answer <laughs> so uh, i i mean i i i would need to have you regurgitating back to me my exact uh, words about an exact film. Well, um, I can tell you, I can tell you one, but it, I mean, it's a different example. Is the one that always haunts me is when we talk about Nightcrawler. I mean, you like that movie, but that movie has, I mean, it has a similar character. I mean, he's kind of he's the hero and the villain, so you kind of go back and forth between hating and liking him. But I'll never forget when Chris was like, "I don't like, I like my characters crazy, but just not my directors crazy." And it was one of those, like, weird, Wait, like... I said that about Nightcrawler? Yes, it was one of those weird, like, let's confuse Carson so he doesn't have a but, comeback. But Nightcrawler and listen was to it later and they'll be like, huh? No, but I'm saying, like, that doesn't make sense to me because it's like, so, so Jason Reitman's a crazy man? You know what I mean? Like... So I, I think Chris's distinction was that like, he's okay... He's okay with an unlikable character if the movie operates in a way where you know that they're unlikable and it doesn't... Feel, it doesn't feel like the movie is confusing them for being a likable character. And I think, like, the thing that a movie like Young Adult maybe didn't rub the right way is that there was a mean, like, acidity to it where it, it wasn't like the film was, like, laughingly making fun of something. The film was like, we are better than this thing and we are, like, a film yeah. with an attitude. And that's yeah. what made it edgy, but it does make it so, like, the director is mean-spirited, too. It isn't just, like, a character is mean-spirited. I don't know why Chris said that about Nightcrawler, but did, I don't well, know you about Nightcrawler. Did, did no, I no, say no, that you, about Young Adult? No, you weren't saying about Nightcrawler. You were saying it in defense of of liking Nightcrawler uh -oh. because I think I brought up the same thing. I was like, so what separates this from like Young Adult, or you know, et cetera, et cetera. So like and, what what I but what what I think is I really like Descent into Madness, and I like stories where there is a gradual progression of a person who is a little unhinged, unhinging more because of circumstance or because of situations they put themselves in. And I think that, like, just having a character who is an asshole with no redeemable characteristics is not the same thing as having a character who... Like, you sympathize with Aubrey Plaza in this film. Like, you... She has her problems, but, like... I don't. I I feel sorry for her the whole movie. There's never a point where I'm like, oh, this fucking girl doing this stuff again. Like it's more a thing where I'm like, ah, oh, like I I can see the strings and I can see how she's putting herself in a place where it's like the entire movie you're watching, you're like, this can't end well for her. <laughs> like something's gonna happen. And every time you reach a thing, like everything seems to be going well, and then little things start, little cracks in the facade start to happen, and like you start to see how like everything is going to turn horribly wrong. And I think that that type of story is interesting. And just making a character who's like, yeah, I'm going to run around the city and like shit on people's cars because fucking fuck them. And, and like that type of thing is not interesting. <laughs> That's exactly how young adult was. <laughs> was Charlie staring, just taking a shit on everyone's car. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I just think I, I need some nuance in a character and they can be a completely unredeemable character. I just need something in the story. I don't know. There, there's 
Like Nightcrawler is an amazing film where it's like you can see how a person in a circumstance could become that way and how they make the leaps to become where they are. And I I think that that's there. I mean, even if we uh, if we compare Nightcrawler and Christine films that take similar arcs with different endings and and are like about the same industry and I loved Nightcrawler, didn't love so much Christine. And it, it's just, there. there's, it's, yeah, sometimes it can feel arbitrary where my opinion comes from, but it's a thing where, like, I feel like I'm still consistent on some level. And I... Yes, I, that you're consistently inconsistent. That's that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, to me, like, I mean, I, I, I guess I could see that. I mean, I guess I could see that's why I look good time, too. Because, I mean, there's a lot of irredeemable characters in that, but, I mean, you feel bad for... Robert Pattinson because he's trying to help his bro out. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess I thought like with Aubrey Plaza in this movie, like I, I mean, I guess I did kind of feel bad for her that that she just that you know, I don't know though, but I I, I felt like she was very reminiscent of Charlize Theron in um, in Young Adult. Like I I mean, regardless, I was very happy that they didn't disclose like what her illness was like what her mental illness was and which they didn't do in young adult or observe and report um i feel like when movies start to do that they're like she's bipolar or she's you know schizophrenic or whatever like i feel like that just kind of like it doesn't i don't know i feel like keeping it vague is a lot better um i don't know i just remember like there was that Kristen wig movie that came out a couple years ago called uh welcome to me that was kind of like in the same vein as like these movies you know where she was playing like a mentally unstable character and it was very dark comedy but they like right off the bat start off with like oh she's bipolar and she has all this and um and like i don't know something (laughs) for some reason that like kind of discredits it like i i i would rather just to have them you know not say what it is uh you know charlie's there and going out and just acting you know clearly she does have some sort of uh, mental instability but like you know you're kind of i don't know to me that's just a little m- more truer to life in in how people are and people act and so i don't know i mean there is i do feel like there yes there i i i get why people kind of push movies like that away especially like the noah bombach movies too like those can get the same way too where there's like very you know caustic characters um but uh, I mean, I can see that because, I mean, a lot of the times, like, you don't want to admit that it's like, oh, shit, like, I kind of relate to this person. Um, so I can see why, you know, audience but I, I think it's also just whether it's fun to relate to the person. Well, yeah. Right? Like, the, the Noah too. Baumbach movies that I think are more widely liked usually have some lifeline, usually Greta Gerwig, but, like, someone who you look at and are, like, regardless of how flawed they are, like, I enjoy... I enjoy this person. I enjoy watching them on screen. And the ones where it's just like all completely dour, it it isn't really that you don't think it's true to life. It's just, you don't always know why, why you want to see this part of life. Yeah. I mean, I guess just for me personally, I like when they just really just dive in. Like I know a lot of people were, I mean, on the whole fucking show, but especially the last two seasons of Girls, like, they were just, like, out of there. But, like, man, they, like, they got so, like, the characters just got so fucking just, like, horrifically, like, terrible. 
And like, I just, I don't know, I just really like that. Like the fact that they just went all in and like had uh, no qualms or anything about it. They're just like, okay, I'm going to play like the worst person possible. No qualm buck. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I just like that, but I just try, just, you know, trying to bring, trying to bring some discussion up in this bitch. So no, that that's fine. I mean, like girls is a good example. Like I made it to episode four and then I was like, I'm just not going to watch the show because yeah. I don't care about the journey of these characters. Another film that I'm, I think both of you at least partially liked that I hated was smashed. Mm-hmm. And it was like that movie. I was like, it's just, Oh, I didn't like that movie either. Okay. Well, there <laughs> I, you go. I liked it and I'll defend that one. <laughs> but yeah, that, that to me was like, there was no nuance to the characters. It was like, is there a scene? And then they're drinking. Like Mm. to me, it felt like a like somebody who had like looked up the definition of alcoholic and then made a movie about it, and then something about like that that just didn't ring didn't ring true, and it didn't seem like there was a reason to tell that story. And I think that maybe it's maybe if this film was one hundred percent serious, like if this was like a hardcore drama, and Ingrid Ingrid goes what Ingrid goes west was just like a a very intense drama about a person going through whatever it is that she's going through, maybe I wouldn't have liked this film and I wouldn't have felt that there was a good enough reason to make it. But it's it's trying to make light of a culture and an illness and like a bunch of things all at once. And it sort of just plays with that in the best way that it can. And I think that not being too serious and not being too jokey, it just kind of like rides this middle ground of like, putting good people in a story that's enjoyable to watch. And for that, it just is something that I, I liked a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to, there was a movie that came out recently that had all unlikable characters, but it was a bad example of it. And I'm trying to think of what it was. I can't remember, but I mean, I think when it fails is when they have like, uh, Oh, it was the, it was the new Mark Webb movie, uh, only living boy in New York. Where everyone was just like, like, like super like hoity-toity. It was like a Noah Baumbach movie, but a, a fail. Like, like that's what it felt like. Where the characters like had just had like zero interesting things about them. Like, I, I feel like you do have to add like you know if you're gonna really go that way, you do need to have, um, you know, some personality to the character and, and make them you know, somewhat relatable and likable. Otherwise, yeah, it will just be like, oh, this is, this is not fun to watch. Yeah. Um, but I have a follow-up question uh, for <laughs> Mr. Stephen Miller. Now, this Uh-oh. isn't, now this isn't uh, fully related to this movie. What but, did I do wrong? Uh, I need to, I <laughs> As need a person to, who had somebody move to a big city and take <laughs> your life. No, <laughs> I need you to answer 100% truthfully, uh, 100 emoji. Um, did you really think I was going to like the movie Columbus? I wasn't sure. I think my exact <laughs> words walking out of the movie with Chris were, I don't know how Carson will feel about it. All right. Well, that's, think, that's good. That, 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 that's true. That was what he said. Because it was the, it was the most of a thing and it like committed to that at the expense of being about nothing else. And <laughs> well, cause, cause I remember at the end of the last episode that, uh, is it going to air? Uh, you mentioned like that you guys had seen it and you're like, yeah, you should definitely see it, which my indication was obviously like, maybe like, oh, like you're going to like it. But No, I mostly just wanted to know how you would feel about it. But I, okay. I, I, 
Anyway, this doesn't I'll, need to I'll be a Columbus d- review. I'll it accept like, it. This is the movie, if like Baby Driver is all editing and nothing else, this is a movie that is like nothing but composition of a scene. And whether you like it or not depends on whether you like just looking no, at it. No, I mean, I'll hours. accept it. Because my first thought when I walked out was like, man, if Steven thought I like this, I'm offended. <laughs> <laughs> like, talk about people with zero personality. It was like... Uh, are you anti-monarchist? It was like a whole like NPR episode. I don't think any character in that film sounds like that. It was like, you I think go? the lead, she it's was like, pretty great. And I mean, I like the actors. Edge of 17, so you can't suddenly not like no, her. She's I playing liked, a very similar character. I liked, I liked the actors, for sure. I mean, fuck, man, I like... I really the like Rory. in the library, that guy was annoying. Dude, yeah. Rory Culkin looks like he's de-aging. He is looks like Rory? he... I thought it was Kieran Culkin. Which Culkin no. is it? That was Rory, the younger one. Ah. He looked like he looked like he just walked off a of signs. It was Coca Culkin. <laughs> no, but I mean, dude, Co- I mean, it was just like very like that. I feel like the characters in that movie is kind of like to an extent the like characters in, in Angry Goes West, but without like the satire. Without the I mean, internet. I mean, come on! I rolled my eyes so hard, and she's like, "You want to go see a film tonight?" I was like, "Oh gosh." That's not what her voice sounds yeah, like at all. Not no, a, I, but it, I that's think she what it, was the opposite of like an extremely basic character. Yeah. I, not that I think she, everyone was fleshed out. But she was boring. Anyway, like, I, I, yeah. I enjoyed that movie. I think uh, Josh Radner wishes he made this movie. Oh, well. <laughs> instead I, of, uh, I guess that's the silver lining. It's better than the Josh Radner movies. Yeah, liberal arts. <laughs> it's if, if you love Garden State but boring, you'll love Columbus. <laughs> And I say go see Columbus, but this isn't a review of Columbus. No, it's a review of Ingrid Goes West. More like Columbus, <laughs> am I right? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> More like Columbus because it was butt. I'm just throwing. I just got. I got just. I'm just throwing. I'm. I'm working this material. I'm testing it out. I'm in the little comedy clubs before I go to the big leagues. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Clearly. Uh, Tip your waiters. Right. Well, we, we should probably wrap this up pretty mm-hmm. soon, but I'm going to tell one more diverging story just real quick. This is just for Carson's benefit and the people oh, okay. who listen and like Carson making fun of the Alamo Draft House is this and the calling girl it the Alamo Fat House. The, this is the girl asking the question? No, no, no. This isn't the girl asking the question. Oh, man. This is... So they had a special menu for Ingrid Goes West. Oh, yeah. I forgot to ask you about that. They had, they had the Ingrid menu and then they had the Taylor menu. And Stephen and I were like, "Did you take a picture of it? Did you take no, a picture so, before you ate it?" I'm an Ingrid. So, so they had Ingrid's Ingrid's side of the menu had this like quad burger, which is like two patties, two cheeses, which apparently equals four. Um, <laughs> but uh, it was this, this quad like double decker burger, and they also had like what are the equivalent of animal style fries. Yeah. Stephen and myself both said, "Fuck yeah," and we ordered both. Not realizing, not realizing that the burger also came with its own fries. Oh shit! So Extra had, fat. We had a quad burger. We had the regular fries, and then on top of that, these animal style fries. Oh my god! Did you also get the fucking Corona glass in the margarita didn't, glass thing? I didn't, but I did get the uh, the uh, farmers market meal, mm-hmm. which was what, fine. What was that? I don't remember seeing that. It was oh, on. Whatever. It was on. They, it was they also on had the, a special, uh, a special beer called the Ingrid Ghost West, like the ghost, ghost type beer. Oh pretty, yeah, bro. 
I, I did also want to get that avocado toast. Mm-hmm. Oh, mighty delicious, but I was already eating Basic like... alert. <laughs> I just want some avocado, avocado toast. toast. <laughs> oh my God, that sounds so good right now. Oh my God. Oh my God, that sounds so good. It was amazing. I ate so much, I hate myself. Oh, seriously. <laughs> your fucking coochie's going to be so fucking dried up. <laughs> Girl, it was your birthday. You owed yourself an avocado. Yeah, treat toast. yourself, girl. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. I'm. I'm sure the bill was like fucking two hundred dollars. I don't remember if April that? Ludgate treated herself ever. Shh. I don't think she did. I don't think she got in on that. No. Mm. Maybe she treated herself to like a satanic ritual. Probably. Yeah. No, but seriously, how much was that all? Like, was that like like sixty? I feel bucks? like it was more than it normally is. <laughs> I would imagine so. I, I treated because it was Chris's birthday and I didn't look at the bill, so I don't oh, remember. That's right. Oh, that's nice. But thank I'm you. imagining you, you ate it all. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm glad I'm finally getting a thank you on the podcast. I'm pretty sure I thanked you for dinner before we split ways yeah. in, in, in the middle of the mission mm. while we were throwing up our <laughs> avocado toast on the side of the room. Oh, man. Uh, but anyways, why don't we treat ourselves to a verdict for this film? <laughs> Stephen Miller, if you're going to give this a must-see. I recommend with a caveat, a wait for rental, pass with a caveat, or a must avoid. Or should we say five fire emojis, four, four fire oh, emojis. Oh, yeah, totally. Three fire emojis, two fire emojis, or one fire emoji. Mm-hmm. What would you give this film? I'm giving this film five fire emojis and an eggplant. And <laughs> side verdict, I'm giving Columbus a recommend with a caveat. Oh, man. So take that, take that for whatever you want. I'm giving it, I'm giving it three fire emojis. One 100 emoji and um, uh, a jack-o'-lantern emoji because it ended on Halloween. That was another positive. Also, big must avoid for Columbus. Uh, just just rewatch, you know, Sofia Coppola, Joe Jarbush, Richard Linklater. You know, movies that aren't boring. Don't watch their so, movies. Just watch them. Yeah, just watch them. They're probably they're a lot more interesting. Follow, follow them on Instagram. The characters in this movie. Yeah, I felt bad for Rory Culkin though. He did get friend zoned. Um, <laughs> hey, but there was a basic in Columbus. She showed up and she's like, "I just got back from Amsterdam. <laughs> All the guys here really suck." Um, whatever. Uh, I do love though that when, when Culkin just like slides out when she's like, "All the guys here suck," and he's like, "I'm right here. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, ri- I'm right here." He's like, "I'm sliding into your DMs like this, bitch." <laughs> I don't know. Seems like a topical Chris, reference. Ingrid Columbus verdicts go. <laughs> Ingrid gets a four fire emojis. Um, not quite a five, but it's gonna definitely gonna get a four. Pretty fun. Columbus gets one of those like Columbus gets a. I realized I don't like asymmetrical things, <laughs> and this film features a lot of asymmetrical things, and that bugged me the whole movie. Yeah, but I thought you like would like it because it's like very clean, like objects. You know, it's like they, very so, sharp. So, the movie opens with somebody saying, this person designed all the buildings here. And notice how everything is just off center. And I said, no, why did you start your movie by telling me this? And every single shot in the movie, I was like, symmetrical, asymmetrical, symmetrical, asymmetrical, 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 asymmetrical. And I spent the most of the movie thought that. I don't know how I feel about Columbus. But I liked it more than you did, Carson. I know someone oh, who did know how he felt about Columbus. The old man sitting in the <laughs> aisle across from us. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Who at the end of the movie, at the end of the movie, 
he stood up and went, well, that was the worst movie I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> that <is> Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to live again. <laughs> You're like, God damn, every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. And he's like, oh. Well, was the, well, the worst movie ever. <laughs> I, dude, I, I'm with that old dude. Although there was an old couple in our theater, too, but they... They kind of, I couldn't hear what they were saying throughout the movie, but it was like sporadically. But like during the trailer, they showed that Lake Bell movie and they're like, well, that looks like crap. <laughs> I was like, all right. Uh, yeah. Good, good times. <laughs> I think that's going to do it for this after midnight episode of the Spoiler Warning Podcast. Stephen Miller, people want to find you throughout the week. Where can they do that? Uh, you can go to twitter.com slash sdavidmiller or sdavidmiller.com. People want to find Carson, they can find him not in fucking Columbus. Oh, hell no. <laughs> you can find me in LA. I'll be at Cafe Gratitude. <laughs> Every week, I'm going to order the avocado toast, bottomless mimosas, and I, I got nothing else. I don't know what else. What else? I don't Has- know. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. Uh, people can find me at ChristopherInRealLife.com or Twitter.com slash ChristopherIRL. You can find the podcast over at TheSpoilerWarning.com where you can get a bunch of the back episodes of the show. If you want to know when the episodes go live, you can follow us at Twitter.com slash SpoilerWarning or like us at Facebook.com slash TheSpoilerWarning. We have no Instagram account, so don't even think about it. Um, blah, 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 blah. Like, what? <laughs> I didn't even hear what you just said. It just sounded like the... Mm-hmm. I said we don't have an Instagram account, so don't even think about oh, it. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, we don't. We're not that. We're not that hip. No, we're not that hip. I could just put like the cover photo from every episode <laughs> just on this thing. But anyways, if you want to get a hold of us directly, you can send an email to fans at thespoilerwarning.com or use the contact form on our site. Music for this episode will come from the soundtrack to Angry Goes West. So hopefully you are enjoying that. And that's it, guys. See you guys in J-Tree, okay? Well, that was the worst podcast episode I ever heard. (laughs) 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 They talked about a totally different movie. The impressions were all wrong. (laughs) I I was was there. (laughs) Whoa, Jerry Seinfeld just entered. (laughs) What was the deal with the Spoiler Warning Podcast? What's with all what's with all these bases? I can't do it. <laughs> what's the deal with avocado toast? <laughs> what is it? I hope that's a whole that's the entire new season of Kirby Enthusiasm is just Larry David interacting with millennials. Oh man. Can't wait. Someone like you Yes, I pray that